This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 151, How to Decipher Your Date with Science, Part 1, by Dr. Dylan Selterman with scienceofrelationships.com. Happy Monday, and welcome to the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator. And this is the show where I read to you every weekday from some of the best relationship blogs out there. If you have a relationship blog that you'd like me to narrate from here on the show, please let us know. You can contact us with any of your ideas right at oldpodcast.com. Or you can contact us via Facebook too. To join our Facebook page, just search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access. We look forward to hearing from you. And with that, let's get right to the essence of Dr. Selterman's post and start optimizing your life. How to Decipher Your Date with Science, Part 1, by Dr. Dylan Selterman with scienceofrelationships.com. An article featured on Psychology Today provided some very unscientific advice on deciphering your date, meaning how to interpret signals in your date's behavior and gauge his or her level of interest and enthusiasm. Giving misleading advice can be harmful in the dating world, so we thought we'd set the record straight. Here is a list of points in the article followed by the real science. Number one. Texting or emailing in response to your phone call is a bad sign. Apparently, if your date repeatedly texts you in response to your phone calls instead of calling you back, this is a sign that your date is brushing off your needs. There is no empirical evidence to support this idea. No study has ever shown that if your date prefers to consistently return your calls with text messages, that's a warning sign that he or she isn't really interested. It is possible that you may believe that a text response shows lack of interest and therefore treat the relationship as more casual, causing your date to do the same. This is called a self-fulfilling prophecy. Although this may be possible, no study has clearly shown this either. So what do we actually know about texting and dating? Well, according to Pew Research, texting is the preferred method of communication for American youth, and one out of three teenagers will text 100 times a day. You heard that correctly. Voice calling is still prominent, but it is much more commonly used to communicate with parents compared to peers. So perhaps the reason why some people prefer to text their dates is because different social norms exist for communicating with romantic partners compared to adult family members. Personality traits can also predict texting behavior. In one study, researchers found that people who reported a preference for texting over voice calling tended to score higher on a measure of extroversion, meaning they were more outgoing and sociable and a measure of neuroticism, meaning they were more emotionally unstable. Another study showed that those who preferred texting over voice calls scored lower on a measure of loneliness, whereas very lonely people preferred texting more as a last resort option. Texting may, in fact, help maintain communication and dialogue in a way that voice calls do not. According to another study, 
Texting allows for perpetual communication because often people find themselves in situations where talking aloud is taboo. For example, if people are in class or in a movie theater, they can send a discreet text to others without being as disruptive as they would be if they were talking aloud. Texting also allows for privacy. People cannot eavesdrop on your texting conversation the way they could with a voice call. People sometimes text each other private inside jokes that they don't want others in their midst to know about. It's important to remember that texting is popular because people of all ages enjoy it. Here's an excerpt from a research participant's interview. One married man said, If anything, I would say that text messaging has made our relationship more fun. His wife agreed that it enriched their relationship. An engaged woman said, I think it's just nice to get little like messages throughout the day, to let your significant other know that you care about them. However, there may be dark sides to texting as well. For example, it is also true that people may use texting to increase personal autonomy and or to disguise their true feelings. It may be more difficult to understand others without being able to see their faces or hear their voices. Thus, texting could be a method for avoiding intimacy. Future research should investigate this idea. Number 2. Postponing plans due to sickness or a busy schedule is a bad sign. Apparently, if your date claims to be sick or busy and wants to postpone plans to meet, this really means that A. He or she is healthy and or has lots of free time, liars, and B. prefers to be using this time to hook up with other partners, cheaters. The author boldly claims that if someone postpones plans more than one time, he or she is definitely brushing you off. Again, there is no empirical evidence to support this claim. The big problem here is that people in the modern dating world may feel compelled to play hard to get with new romantic partners. They may not want to appear too desperate, or they may want to increase their attractiveness by appearing to be very important. There's mixed evidence for whether or not this tactic actually works. Some people are attracted to others who appear mysterious, whereas others prefer a straightforward, no-nonsense approach. Regardless, people may believe that acting coy is a good strategy, so they may postpone plans once or twice to showcase their mysterious persona. People often believe silly rules about dating that aren't based on factual evidence, which makes it very difficult to determine someone's motivation when they postpone plans. Or, they might just be telling the truth. Maybe they are really sick after all. My current girlfriend, for example, came down with a cold and then the flu when we first started dating a few months ago. And I was also busy with work conferences during that time, so we had to postpone a couple of dates. But our relationship is going strong now and we're both crazy about each other. Remember what we know about the benefits of having a growth mindset. Relationships take effort and you need to develop a working chemistry with romantic partners over time. If you give up at the first bump in the road, you might be foolishly sacrificing something that could be great. Or, you might just be high in destiny beliefs. Number 3. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part 1 of the post titled, 
How to Decipher Your Date with Science by Dr. Dylan Selterman with scienceofrelationships.com. This is actually the second time we're featuring Dr. Selterman here on the show, and we're so lucky to share his content. For those of you who may not remember, Dr. Selterman is a regular contributor at scienceofrelationships.com who studies issues related to morality and ethics in regards to relationships. And please, don't hesitate to let us know if you have a specific author in mind that you'd like me to cover here on the show. We're always looking for new content and perspectives, so we appreciate any suggestions. Again, you can contact us with any of your ideas right at oldpodcast.com or on our Facebook page. To join the page, just search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access. Thank you so much in advance. And that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you again tomorrow for part two of this post, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.